Welcome to the IT Career Energizer podcast. For anyone who wants to build and grow a career in IT, develop and improve your strengths and skills, be inspired and motivated by the successes of others, manage your career progression, and achieve your IT career goals. And now, your host, Phil Burgess. Welcome to episode 315 of the IT Career Energizer podcast. My guest on today's show describes himself as a full-time geek. He's an experienced software development manager and architect with a background in web development and big data architectures. He also writes technical articles and is a published author, his latest book being Codes of Well with Others, which is being published by Manning. So it's my pleasure to welcome to the podcast... Fernando Doglio. All right. Thank you, Phil. Thank you for having me. Um, I'm quite excited to, to be here. Yeah, you're welcome. So, I mean, obviously, that, that's a very brief introduction about you and your background. So maybe you can give us a bit of an understanding of what you're currently working on. All right. Um, well, essentially, um, um, I'm currently uh, a data engineer manager for a, for a big consulting company. Uh, so I'm, I'm, I'm currently... Um, leading uh, several big data projects. And at the same time, I'm also uh, helping develop the whole data engineering practice within the group I'm in. Uh, so uh, that's more or less uh, the main the main tasks. Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm playing around a lot with um, cloud um, computing, co- sorry, cloud computing and, and um, a big data uh, platform called Palantir. Uh, right. which take, yep. takes care of uh, everything, you know, uh, data related from ingest to to the whole visualization. So uh, it's quite interesting. Yeah. So is, do you think or do you consider data to be your biggest area of interest? I know you've obviously got a background in web development, but is data the thing that you're focusing on now? That's, a, that's an interesting question. Um, uh, definitely, I think data is crucial to everything uh yeah. and and so i i guess that would be yes the focus but uh by itself you can't really do anything with it uh so uh, i take my whole background as well whenever i i do anything with data uh i take it with me because uh, you end up eventually you need to have an understanding of how to how to Present that data essentially to the user, whether it's uh, on a you know chart or plotting visualizations or through some kind of interaction. So I'm I'm uh, I'm lucky enough to have uh, the whole uh, the background in in the whole process. You know, from starting with the data and and analyzing that data, processing, ingesting it, uh, turning it into something actionable and useful, and then building something around it. So um, Everything I think it's important um, and and it's really relevant. But yeah, data probably is the focus or, or the core of it. Right. Yeah. Okay. I mean, we talk a lot about um, software development and, and coding and so forth on this particular podcast. But of course, data sits behind everything. So yeah. um, it's something probably we ought to talk about more. But it's yeah, it's good to hear hear what you're doing. Good. Okay. So Fernando, can you? maybe give us a career tip one that the audience may not be aware of right so um the 
probably the the, the biggest uh, tip I I give to anyone, uh, especially especially anyone just getting started as a developer, is uh, not technical, not not uh, focusing on one particular technology or anything, but rather um, learning to learn. That's that's the main thing that you're going to be doing throughout your career. Essentially, you're going to be picking up new technologies, you're going to be picking up new frameworks, uh, new paradigms, uh, everything. Uh, so as long as you keep growing throughout your career, uh, you're going to be learning, that, or rather learning is the core to, to any professional progress that you, you can think of. So um, the better you are at it, the faster you get at it, the the faster you grow. At least that's the way I see it. Um, I'm always trying to, um, essentially, if I'm, not le- if I'm not learning something new at my job, um, I'm, I'm getting bored. You know, when <laughs> yes. when when things get repetitive, when you know everything that you're doing and and how to do it, then yeah, a machine can probably do it for you. Uh, so I I I, I turn to recommend that I turn to to uh, ask everyone to focus on on the learning process essentially. Right. Okay. So what do you do yourself in terms of learning? Is it is it books, videos, conferences, online courses? What do you prefer? Articles. I um, articles and and um, so when I have to um, uh, pick up something very specific or how to do something, that's that's articles because it's, especially because I can you know quickly skim through what I'm looking for, uh, uh, focus on that, and sometimes even copy and paste an example and then play around with it. So that there is nothing more practical than that to me. Um, if I'm just trying to figure out, uh, you know, the, something general about uh, a topic, then video is, uh, YouTube is my main go-to as well. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Okay. Uh, Fernando, can you share with us your worst career moment and what you learned from that experience? Yes, I can. Um, it's actually a funny story. It happened on my very first day on my very first show, essentially, uh, my my start as a uh, as a developer was my my terrible, uh, my most terrible career moment. I I uh, it, now if you think about it, it's not that big. But what I did is I accidentally deleted the homepage of a client of a client's right. uh, website yeah. on production clearly. So for for a few minutes, that that company had no homepage <laughs> to the world, and and I. Silly, silly! Uh, how it happened? I you remember, uh, like Facezilla or you know, products like that, where you had the FTP and you manually drag and drop things. Yep. Uh, so I was working with this. You know, it was like ten. No, not ten. Like eighteen, probably seventeen, eighteen years ago. I had this huge mechanical mechanical keyboard. You remember how the uh, enter key was really close to the delete key? You know, on the six. <laughs> yes. Right. So I, I just, you know, uploaded uh, the homepage, the new version of the homepage, and I, um, the pop-up came to request if I wanted to override it. I guess I ch- clicked the wrong thing. No, don't click. Um, I wanted to click enter, and I clicked delete, and it deleted the, the thing from the FTP. So uh, and and my local copy as well. So I deleted everything. I had no no way. Uh, to- <laughs> To solve it myself, uh, which 
caused a little bit of panic, as you can see. As you can imagine, uh, on my first day, I didn't know what to do. You know, lucky for me, the manager had like a local copy of it, so we were able to to replace it uh, quite right. fast. But still, uh, to me, it felt like the worst moment ever. Yeah, I suppose um, it's that that moment of realization that something's yes. gone wrong. Yeah, well, you, <laughs> you, know, yeah, your 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 um, brain start freezing and you don't know what to do and you start yeah. seeing black all around you. Uh, yeah, I went full tunnel vision there. so in in terms of what you've learned from that is there anything you've taken away from that experience backups are important yes yeah i i took that one for me uh but also i mean um i also uh learned to take it easy and and um uh, kind of laugh at myself and and that part was because of what happened afterwards i mean Clearly, I did that. I talked to my manager, and and we solved that problem. You know, a few minutes later, yeah. uh, the whole company knew about it. You know, by lunchtime, and by the time I got back to my seat, the delete key was removed from my keyboard. Uh, it was <laughs> it, it was uh, uh, sticked to my uh, tower uh, yeah. with with a you know uh, uh, sign underneath underneath it uh, saying. Use only, you know, uh, uh, like um, when absolutely needed, something like that. It was, yeah. uh, <laughs> it was, it was funny. By then, uh, I had yeah. already gone through the whole uh, panic experience, uh, but uh, it, it kind of got me to realize that, you know, you have to take it a bit easier. Everything has a solution, and 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 even even though you you're new and 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 you might screw up, you know, there's there's always a solution to it. Yeah, so backups are important, but when it happens, don't panic. Keep calm. Yes, absolutely. (laughs) Good. Okay, that's a good story. So, um, okay, so maybe something a little bit more positive. Can you tell us about your career highlight? Right. Uh, Essentially, uh, I think that my highlight is right now. I've never – I switched – uh, companies uh, a while ago, a, bit, a few months ago. Uh, I've been working for the same company for about five, six years. And I had hit uh, kind of a roadblock regarding my progress, my professional progress. And um, uh, sometimes when you, know, when you can't really grow inside a company, you just have to grow outside. And so that's what I did. I changed company. I found an opportunity. It took me a year, but I eventually found an opportunity that uh, allowed me to do what I, what I wanted to do for, for several years now, which is, you know, I had been leading a single project. For, for a few years and, and, you know, a single team. And I wanted to, to uh, start uh, looking at an account. I start looking at, you know, trying to also uh, use my experience to uh, help set standards and, you know, uh, try to lead the way we work, not just uh, how one project moves forward. And that's what I'm doing right now. So I'm, I'm really happy about uh, where I am right now. Um, um, and, Everything's new right now because you know, like I said, I, I've never done this uh, before, so I'm learning. Like, yeah, and like I said before, if I'm learning, I'm happy. So, you know, highlight is right now. Right. Okay. Good. That's good to hear. Um, in, in terms of the industry and careers in IT and and tech, what excites you about the future? Yes. Uh, two two main things. I mean, definitely. Um, 
more more than, than about the future, about essentially the IT career in general. I mean, definitely applies to the future as well, but it, that it's ever changing. I mean, you're uh, we've all seen it. Uh, there is every year we have new new frameworks or new technologies or new ways of working and uh, it's constantly adapting to uh, whatever happens in the world. I mean, right now, look at COVID and how that uh, had a, essentially a, a huge effect on remote work. And that translates to a lot of uh, more freelancing opportunities, which is also uh, something that excites me a lo- um, about the possibility that the IT industry has to change somebody's life so much. It didn't happen to me. I, I did the whole, you know, uh, university and then studying junior roles and everything. But uh, so every day you hear more and more how so many people, you know, from different backgrounds decide to uh, pick up coding and, and do something else, you know, rather than working at the, uh, what they're doing right now. Uh, and then a year later, they have uh, this amazing life and they, they you know, done a 180 and then they've, uh, they're so much, happy, so much happy and they're growing. And so the amount of growth that you can have on this industry because everything is at your reach, you know, you can know or learn everything there is to know and you can work from your house you don't have to leave for anything uh it's uh, that that reach and that potential is incredible for me yeah it is absolutely right so i've had a, a number of people on the podcast as guests who yeah have come in from all sorts of different backgrounds in particular people who are interested in coding and as you say there's so many resources available um, to get you started absolutely yeah okay we're going to go into the reveal round now we're going to find out a little bit more about you and the way you think are you ready for this yeah absolutely so what first attracted you to a career in it uh two things uh i uh, i'm so essentially i'm, I'm from 83 1983 uh, and I got my first computer by the time I was 14 years old so I it's not like I grew up with computers or anything I mean I did after that but uh, no when I was really young uh, but still you know looking around video games you know TV or you know, even you know newspaper you could see the influence computers had on everything and that to me was mind-blowing I knew I I had to work with computers uh, even you know before I knew that coding was a thing. Uh, I, it, it was like I have to be there. I have to you know figure out figure that out. That was the thing for me. And then um, eventually, once I got the computer and started having like a very limited, very slow internet connection, <laughs> um, I I suddenly decided, well, I want to be a hacker. So I started, yeah, like everyone does, you know. Uh, so I started learning about it, reading about it, and that meant I had to learn how to code. I started picking up code, got my first job, forgot about being a hacker completely, but <laughs> uh, stayed with coding. So uh, essentially, that's that was my my introduction into into the industry. I learned to code uh, essentially HTML, CSS, and 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 then you know. PHP, things like that. Good. Okay. And what is the best career advice you've ever received? The best career advice I ever received was leave your problems at the door. 
Uh, it's silly, simple, but um, uh, it changed. I mean, when I heard it, I, it changed my changed my mind. I was I was pretty pretty young, and I, I, it was on my first job, I think. But um, it made total sense to me. I mean, whatever you're going through, whatever problems you may have, um, when I you know when it's time to start working, when it you know when the clock hits, I just put it in, in a mental box. I just focus on work, and then I get everything done, and then I go back to it. It's not like I you know, ignoring completely, but I just try to not allow it to influence the way I work and the way I relate to anyone inside the, the office, because that's the, the, those are ver- two very different worlds that are, are not necessarily meant to be uh, together. And if they're together, not it's not necessarily the best the best thing you know to happen to you because you're you, there's supposed to be limits there, so you can you know close the computer and and enjoy life or take care of your problems or whatever and then um then be proficient and then uh and, and deliver whatever you have to deliver uh, at the job so if you're able to to you know put your to leave your problems at the door when you have to start working um it's uh, becomes a bit easier i guess indeed yeah it's something i think you you develop that ability, I think, over time. It's probably not necessarily a natural thing. No, absolutely. Um, but the more you do it, yeah. the better you get at it. And yeah, you can make that distinction between your personal life and your work life. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like the phrase work life balance. I don't think it's the same thing, but I, I know exactly what you mean. Yes. Okay. And in terms of um, worst career advice, have you ever had any bad career advice? Not many, but uh, but I did have one, uh, and it was uh, actually when I started working uh, for my uh, when I had my first job offer. Um, back then, you know, we didn't have like GitHub or, or any you know website or anything that would tell you how much uh, it was okay for you to earn, or you know, the industry standard or the market standard, or whatever. Um, so when I got my first job offer as a junior developer, it was underpaid. You know, uh, but I had no experience to also you know, request any any higher than that. And, and the advice I got was, don't take it. You know, it's too low. Um, and I think that was a bad advice because if I had taken it, I would still be looking for my first job. I mean, you know, when you're when you're starting out, you have to bite the bullet. You have to say yes, get the experience. I mean, unless it's a terrible work environment or anything like that, but. Um, there is a price to pay, the entry price you have to pay somehow. If it's not going to be money, it's going to be something else, you know, maybe your tasks or, or something else. But um, you have to get the experience somehow, you know, to, to, so that you can go to the next uh, job offer and say, well, now I have like six years, six month experience or a year experience. Uh, I'm, you know, I'm not as junior as I used to be. I, I know a thing or two and I can uh, I have some, you know, leverage but when you're getting started there's nothing you can do about it yes indeed um and if you were to begin your career again in today's world what would you do if i had to start again um well not again but if i had to start had to start today definitely i would uh, i i you know i'm i'm using uh monday's paper essentially uh but i would i would say that i would um have a, a nice portfolio on GitHub. Uh, I think that it's 
super important. Like, like I said before, you know, you don't have experience. How can you tell a company that uh, you know what you're doing? Uh, when I started out, it was my word, you know, to, you know, against nothing. So I, I, I knew I, I would tell them, you know, I know this and this and that, and you have to believe me. Uh, now there are ways for me to prove that, and so definitely I would have, uh, I would try to create as many, you know, projects, essentially copy of other projects, uh, code it my way, and had uh, published them publicly on, on GitHub to have something, you know, to have something to show. I don't, I may not have like any actual work experience, but at least you can see that I'm able to close a project, to copy something that, you know, an idea that someone else did, but I coded it myself. I can explain to you how it works. I can explain to you why I did what I did. So that's a huge plus, I think, uh, when when you're fi- trying to get your first job. Um, so that, that coupled with, you know, cheap, a cheap or free personal site uh, where you can you know, add everything else you want to uh, try to show uh, or you know show what you know how to do. Uh, that that will be my my my, my go to. Good. Okay. And what career objectives are you currently focusing on? Management, more management. Um, 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 I've been focusing on on project management. Sorry, project management, and I um, I I want to go farther. I want to go program management. I want to go um, a bit higher than that. So essentially, uh, always clearly uh, around um, uh, software development. Uh, I'm uh, always and ideally always around big data because it's definitely um, the future. Uh, but, but yes, I'm, I'm trying to focus on that. Right. Okay. And what's the number one non-technical skill that has helped you in your career so far? Well, coming from a, a published author is not going to be surprised, but, but writing, uh, that's, I mean, uh, I'm, I'm a firm believer that every single developer should have a blog. Uh, not because they want to, you know, become Twitter famous or, or, or earn money through their writing or anything, but the f- constant act, uh, constant act of trying to explain a complex concept through writing, uh, helps you develop communication skills. Uh, the more you r- try to do it, the better you get at it. And the better you get at it, the more articulate you become when you when you when you start, you know, orally explaining things. And if you're able to explain something complex to a colleague or to explain how you're going to implement something to your manager, then people are going to you know look at you and say, well, this guy knows what what he's talking about. This guy knows what he's doing. Uh, if you can't really, you know, if if you lack words, if you don't know how to explain, you know, the algorithm you're going to implement. Um, it's hard to believe that. So I, I'm, I'm, I definitely think that uh, the writing practice is something that uh, a lot of developers ignore because we tend to be very technically driven and you know we think of code instead of you know English words or whatever language you're using. Um, so we 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 think no, I'm not a good at writing, and and you may not be, but you should get good at it. Yeah, it, it's one of those things, isn't it? It's, it's like any other skill. The more you do it, the better you get at it. And, and as you say, it, it's part of that whole communication group of skills, isn't it, really? Um, and being able to articulate is, 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 is key. 
and and it works on all levels because it, you know from a teammate perspective, uh, you everyone wants to work with someone who who knows how to how to speak. If you if you you know I've met a, a ton of developers that are like you know speaking to a computer. They don't they're not capable of articulating you know a conversation because they they're so focused on what they're doing and their code that they you know start neglecting that social aspect of it uh, and uh, at, if you're not you, you don't have to be like an extrovert or anything you don't have to be good at speaking with other people but just the act of uh, you know writing something and, and keep doing it and eventually maybe who knows maybe you get someone reading it and you know leaving you feedback and and you can improve on that as well um, you start Picking up new ways of saying things, new words, new new expressions, and that translates to your your in the way you communicate with others as well. So uh, through technical writing, I think you can become uh, a very very good uh, speaker as well. Yeah, absolutely. Right, and, and what do you do to keep your own career energized? I write. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I essentially. Well, that's one of the things I do. Um, I. I I write articles every day. Um, I'm, 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 uh, um, I, since about a year, I started focusing a lot of uh, on writing on Medium. So I, I write uh, technical and non-technical articles there. Uh, that keeps me uh, learning new things. Uh, I'm essentially, uh, what I do uh, on, on an overall to keep things energized is what I've been saying so far. I, I keep learning. As long as I'm learning, I'm happy. So uh, what do I do to keep learning? I I write about things I've never used before. Uh, I've written a lot about React, for instance. I've never worked myself with React, but I learned a lot through that uh, that experience, through that process. Um, and back when I was uh, actively developing, I would always try to find uh, an interesting angle to tackle the task I had to do. I, I, you know, if it's a new feature or anything, that's interesting because you get to develop something new. But sometimes it's just back fixing or, or you know, writing tests. So I would always try to find an interesting angle, an interesting you know way of implementing things to uh, that that I had never done before. So uh, that that's my my way of of you know keeping things interesting, I guess. Yes, yes. And what do you do in your spare time away from technology? Uh, so essentially, uh, I'm, I try to be as much with my family as I can. I, I have two kids and a wife, and I, you know, given you know, I have I have my nine to five, and I also write a lot. So I spend a lot of time in front of the computer. So whenever I got free time, I try to be with them. We, uh, we with the kids, we also try to have like a one one week a night. We have. Um, one week a night, one night a week. Sorry, uh, we had like a gaming night where we just you know, had a tabletop game and, and play for for a few hours away from tab- tablets, cell phones, you know, computers, everything. Uh, so that's definitely a good disconnect. Um, I'm also uh, recently, like a month ago, I picked up archery. So <laughs> um, uh, a few times a week, I also go to the to range and uh, shoot arrows essentially for a few hours. Yeah, 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 my son's good at that as well. Yeah. So that's something he enjoys. <laughs> right, good. Okay, and and Fernando, can you share with us a parting piece of career advice? Sure. Um, uh, it's uh, the, 
there is a huge taboo uh, when it comes to uh, Googling for basic stuff. I mean, you know, uh, I had job interviews where they would ask complex, you know, to ask me to solve complex solution uh, problems uh, without a computer. Uh, and and you know that's not realistic, and and that also translates to the, you know, a lot of gatekeeping around um, online gatekeeping around people uh, laughing or, or you know being treated as non-dev because they have to ask you know basic questions like you know how to write a function, how to find a, a function, or how to write a for loop or whatever um, because they just don't remember, and you know we all do that, and uh, we. We couldn't be developers the way we are right now if we hadn't, if we didn't have internet, if we didn't have Google or, or Stack Overflow. So uh, my uh, biggest uh, career advice, uh, uh, other than you know, learn to learn, is uh, it's okay to Google. It's okay to uh, you know ask silly questions and 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 you know over and over and over again. We're not computers. We don't have a perfect memory, and you might be going through a lot of things that you know nobody knows. Um, you don't have to remember how to write a function, how to declare a variable when that information is already available somewhere else. You just look it up, and it's perfectly fine to do so. So, uh, I, I mean, I look up things all the time. Uh, I'm not actively developing, you know, every day, but when I did. I, I Googled things every day. You know, if, if we had an internet outage for any reason at the company, we would just move around and start talking to each other because we couldn't keep working. It was that, that extreme, so. Good, okay, I mean, yes, I think Google is, is every developer's best friend at times. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, right, okay. And Fernando, where can we find out more about you and connect with you? Google. <laughs> <laughs> Google, Google my name. Uh, we're in the 21st century. You you can find anything there. But uh, if you want uh, more direct um, access, you can. Uh, I'm I'm really active on Twitter. So my Twitter handle is uh, deleteman123. Uh, it's weird nickname I had. Uh, well, it's not weird now that you know my origin story essentially. But I got that <laughs> I got that name back then on my first day of job. Um, but yeah, Twitter is one of the main places, uh, and just look for my name on on Medium. I, I'm also active there. I'm publishing every week new articles, so if if you're interested uh, on that, uh, check it out there. I am on LinkedIn, uh, and I'm I have a slightly outdated website. I, I'm eventually going to get around to update, uh, and the URL is fdoglio, which is my last name. dot com f from Fernando, fwglio, single word, dot com. Yeah. And before we finish, I've got to ask you about your, your latest book, Codes Well with Others. So I believe it's something that Manning are, are publishing at the moment. Can you maybe give us a bit of a an overview or an insight into that? Absolutely. Uh, so Code well, with, Code well with Others is uh, my love letter to the industry. Uh, it has uh, essentially 18 years of experience my 18 years of experience put in in, in, in words uh, from getting started into uh, the, the software developer career, you know, from what you actually need 
uh, instead of what people say you need to become a developer to, you know, going through your first tech interview. What can you expect? What should you say? What shouldn't you say uh, to learning you know, some of the basic concepts that most people neglect, like um, unit testing or, or, or refactoring techniques that are not that common. Uh, eventually, all the way going all the way to what it means to lead a team and you know uh, being a good teammate. So that's kind of where the the uh, title comes from, coding well with others. Uh, essentially, it gives you an overview of what your career is going to be. Uh, um, it's meant, and, and the full book is meant for someone just getting started, but there is insight there for people who have experience already, years of experience uh, in the industry. So I, yeah, it's, it's um, every, every single uh, software developer who has already reviewed it, because like you said, it's, uh, it's already out. I mean, the first three chapters and the sixth chapter are already out on the Manning Early Access program. And you can already read it and you can already uh, leave feedback. And we've gotten a huge, uh, really good feedback because a lot of people who has experience in the industry has read, in, has read it and they you know, agree with 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 the content they say well i wish you know a lot of people saying i wish i had this book when when uh, when i first started so uh that's that positive feedback so we just need to get it in front of people actually getting started <laughs> to to help them but yeah i mean definitely i'm uh, getting getting into industry can be easy but it can also be really difficult if you uh, bump into the wrong people there's a lot of gatekeeping around, uh, around especially on social network where you know there is no accountability so uh, this is me trying to give you the tools uh you need to to you know to avoid or ignore that gatekeeping and do, do what you want do you do you do you essentially and and you know, move forward in, in, and become an actual software developer Great. Okay. Now, if anybody's interested in in Fernando's book, there's a link on the show notes page for this particular episode. So if you want to visit that, you can just click through and and take a look. Fernando, thank you so much for joining me on the podcast today. It's been great chatting with you. Yeah, thank you. It's been a pleasure, honestly. Thank you so much. Hi, Phil here again. Well, I hope you enjoyed my conversation with today's guest. You can find full show notes on the website at itcareerenergizer.com slash e and the number of the episode you've been listening to. If you haven't already subscribed to the show, please make sure that you do so that you get episodes automatically downloaded to your device every Monday. Thanks for listening and have a great week. Thanks for listening to the IT Career Energizer podcast. To find out more about building a successful career in IT, visit itcareerenergizer.com. Dot com.